Welcome back to week 13 of the Fantasy Football Formula. This is our NFL spread picks show where we go through our favorite, uh, about five favorite picks, including our lock of the week. I believe we can't, we're coming off of another pretty solid week here. USA. Maybe before we start, do you want to USA? What do you want to say about this? This is a football show. This is like an actual football show, not that football. It's called soccer. Yeah, it is yeah, called soccer. Not, this isn't that show, so let's not even waste like more than 10 seconds on soccer. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. you made a bad bet today. Yeah, he bet against USA. Um, traitor, but we're coming off of a solid week of football betting picks, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna hopefully keep that going, uh, into week 13. Um, yeah, we so we're starting off here. Bills versus Patriots. They're both coming off of that Thanksgiving game, so it's not necessarily a short week for either of them. Um, the longer week. Yeah, it's it's actually a longer week for both these teams. Um, but what do you have here, Corey? Yeah, I'm going to take the better team here. I'm going to take the Bills. I'm going to take them minus uh, four as it stands right now. Uh, Buffalo is still one of the better teams in the AFC. The Patriots are just kind of like an annoying little gnat, just like kind of flying around, hanging around. Like, I don't think they present anything really good on their offensive side of the ball. Um, and the Bills are right now are pretty pretty good at offense, and they have the MVP odds-on favorite. Maybe not after last week. Probably Wait, what? Who? Josh Allen. That definitely isn't Josh Allen. Odds on favorite, he's probably okay. He was. It's definitely Patrick Mahomes. Okay, he was odds on favorite. Whatever, Mahomes is definitely the favorite. All right, this is my first five minutes. We're not doing this the whole show, boys. Come on, um, let each other talk. Yeah. So Buffalo is thirteen four straight up in the last seventeen. New England on defense, you know, they are something maybe kind of something a little bit to worry about. But again, I don't think they have the offensive firepower to stay with the bills. And I think the bills win by at least seven here, maybe 10 points. Um, so, yeah. And if you like, you know, you can also, I lean the over here. Um, both teams have had longer weeks. Um, the preparation for this, um, it is divisional game, So maybe you would think the under, but 43 and a half isn't too, too bad. Um, and four of the last six games in new England have gone over between these two teams. So I like that trend too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was saying the same thing about the Patriots offense last week. I was like, oh, I thought Bill was going to figure it out. But then I was watching him Sunday, and Bill figured it out. Uh, I think they're putting it back together. So I'm I'm actually going to bet the other side of this game than you, Corey. But oh. I don't know. They got a good defense. I feel like it's just like uh, an easy cover spot. Might be a close game. And. I think the Bills have kind of stepped off the gas a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, wait. So you're betting Mac Jones beats Josh Allen? So that's what's going to have to happen. I'm not taking the money line. I'm not crazy, but I think they might be able to keep it within a field goal. Bills got a few extra days to study up. You know, I don't know. Not buying it. Not buying what's coming out of there. And Moss, I like uh, my favorite. I'm not, <laughs> not betting it, but I like your over pick. I do think this game's going to go over. With, with losing Vaughn Miller, like that's pretty big for the Bills. Um, uh, injuries. Yeah, that defense seems to be getting exposed slightly. 
Uh, next game, we got Jets going to play the Vikings. Uh, Vikings are minus three favorites. Uh, we'll start. Looks like back to you and uh, Nick again on this game. What do you got, Corey? Yeah, I mean the Jets are a fraud of a team. Um, I I don't don't care. Mike White, sweet. You had one good game against a really poor Bears defense. Like we know the Bears. Like it. I mean, he couldn't have. They literally the the when he came in like against this Bears team couldn't play any better into like Jets fans egos like oh my god mike white he's he's our savior he's gonna carry us to the promised land no mike white has had his time in you know in new york and it obviously didn't work out um he again he wins like one or two games and then they're like okay this is why this guy's not a starting quarterback and going to minnesota who's arguably one of the best teams in the nfl right now um yes the jets have a pretty you know pretty good defense there but again they haven't played the caliber of players that the Vikings have on their, on the side of the ball. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota here. I think Minnesota wins easily. Um, so I'm, I'm yeah. Minnesota four, one last five ATS. So I'll take them to cover this. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I mean, at least we get Kirk cousins back at a noon game. I think that he played well, he played well on Thanksgiving night. <laughs> He did. Yeah, but it's more of a lock when it's just like a noon game. I think Kirk Cousins is like a certified morning guy. <laughs> the only goes goes to bed at 6 p.m. Yeah. He's like Brady. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I think uh, I feel good about a 12 o'clock game for the Vikings. And like you were saying, Corey, like they're kind of, the Jets are kind of a fraud. They have a lot of wins, and they had a good week last week. But that Bears defense is not the same as the Vikings. No. So, there's a lot more playmakers. I think there's going to be more turnovers, a couple interceptions, uh, maybe roll the dice on a pick six. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I do like the Jets defense. I think you obviously Salah is starting to play his brand of football, which I like, and I think he's a good coach, but uh, kind of reminds me a lot of a young Vikings team with Mike Vrabel, you know, just kind of a good running team, strong defense flies under the radar, but uh I think their season's pretty much over until they find a new quarterback. Yeah, I I mean, I think they have the pieces there to be better, like, moving forward. Obviously, you can see what their defense is doing, but, like, when it comes down to it, like, tight games, you need your offense to lead you down the field. Like, that's not Mike White. That's not Zach Wilson. That's not Joe Flacco anymore. So, I mean, yeah, I mean – Jets have so much talent. Like, just thinking about it as you guys are talking about it, like, if they got a solid quarterback, that team is ready to go. Yeah. Like, Brees Hall, when he's healthy, obviously. Um, Garrett Wilson, other side of the ball, obviously, the defense has been stout and really good all year. Like, they just haven't been able to get a quarterback. Do you think think Eliza Moore would be unhurt? (laughs) Yes. I mean, look at what he did with Mike White. Like, yeah. All it took was getting like somewhat someone slightly more competent than uh, Zach Wilson in there. Yeah, and they put up. I mean, they put up thirty-one in the pouring rain. Obviously, like you said, Corey Bears defense not good, and their offense. I mean, Nathan Peterman. And, yeah. I mean, well, Eddie Jackson gets hurt on like one of the first couple of plays of the game. Like it's just obviously not good, but. 
I don't think Zach Wilson is putting up 31 against anybody in this league. So no, I, yeah, that was, I saw a video the other day of his, uh, his uh, training camp where he just threw the, uh, the huge bomb. That's like the pass that fooled all of us. <laughs> it's like everyone went, Oh, this is the next Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Line. It's like the same mm, thing. Not even close. I mean, do you think if you think they put like Derek Carr on that team, because most likely the Raiders probably cut ties with Derek Carr next year. Yeah, I mean, I think the Jets are going to make the playoffs this year. I really, I, don't I think, think I think it'll be down. That last spot will be between the Chargers, Jets, and the Patriots. That's like who I think that last spot is going to. Jets are not going to win. Not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, anymore. Jets. Jets would be I my. Be, I think it'll be the Chargers would be my guess, but I think like the, the Jets at least are still in it. Is I guess with their record. I yeah, I but don't trust the Chargers at all. Chargers yeah. and Browns. Might yeah, be Browns, Browns ain't it. <laughs> but are we on to the uh Broncos game? Yeah, sure. All right. Broncos going to play the Ravens. Spreads eight and a half. Lowest total, I believe, on the whole slate here. 38 and a half. Uh Alex, what do you got for us? All right, boys. Lock of the week. Lowest total on the board, give me the under. <laughs> Every single Broncos game is the exact same. They're 10 and one to the under this year, and the Ravens offense has hit a wall completely. Andrews, Mark Andrews hasn't done much these past couple of weeks, and they don't have a single wide receiver on that team. Um, I also think Lamar is a bit banged up right now. I don't think he's fully healthy. And even if he is, he's not playing like it. So give me the under 38 and a half. Might even tease it down a little bit more on that. I don't. I do not see any points in this game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That, that's a slow total, but uh, yeah. I grabbed it, to, to be fair. I grabbed it at forty-one earlier in the week, but for you know the show's sake and continuity and all that, I'll, I'm still riding with it. Like, okay. wow. We saw. We saw. What was it uh, Ravens? Yeah, Ravens Jags. I mean, that got out of hand. But until the fourth quarter, it was like there was like thirty points or something like that. Like the yeah, fourth quarter got a little like out of hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I mean, you got the uh, Purcell, the defensive lineman, losing his shit on Russ on the sidelines. Like that Dude. is. Like the they lock, just the locker rooms, like they is yeah. like, that's it. It's okay. they should shut down Russ for the rest of the season, like just to like who's their backup? I don't even like, know. Brett Ripian, I think. Do they not have Drew Locke anymore? No, he's not. No, he's part of the trade. Okay, so Gino and Drew Locke were in that trade. Yeah, no, oh, Gino wow. was there, but Drew Locke. Got, oh no, there. you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't. It doesn't. It's they have to fight probably better. Like at the fire, Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, yes. that was yeah. Him, him, and Cliff are both going to be the next two to go. And I honestly, like Russ, just needs to needs to hang stop. He just needs to hang stop. Ah, uh, man, yeah. Well, we're on to the next game. We have the Jags going to play the Lions. Uh, I guess the Lions are coming off of a nice little extended uh, week there. Get to play at home again. But I'm going back to the Jaguars here at minus one and a half. This Jaguars team, I'm telling like the AFC is extremely competitive. 
obviously not making the playoffs this year unless they the Titans just completely fall apart and they go on to win the division, um, which could happen because I don't think the Titans are very good. But this Jags team is going to be very good for a while. Trevor Lawrence is finally coming to his own. Like he looked incredible in that comeback win against the Ravens in that, that final drive to win the game. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is looking like what the Jaguars drafted him to be an absolute stud. And he's looked like it. Um, What one game. Oh no, he's looked very good. Uh, He had, there was a one game in the first couple, like first five games of the uh, season that he had, he looked off People were back, like I don't know about him, but no, he's looked very good uh, in his recent. Is that why they're like, how many wins do they have? Three, four. So I think they have like five. Three? They're not have five wins. They're at five. All right. They definitely do not have five wins. I believe they're at they're at four or five. I believe right. I think they're at four. I mean, he's not. It's not like he's been balling out all year. I think he had one good seven. game. They're four and Lions seven. Have been playing good too. What's that? The Lions have been playing good too, though. Yeah, I know. I just think the Jag. So the Jaguars have a much better defense than the Lions. So I just think the Jaguars. Like I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have an absolute field day against this Lions uh, secondary. He's just gonna. People are gonna start talking about Trevor Lawrence, like and comparing him to some of these other very good quarterbacks, very soon. Trust me. So I'm definitely on the Jags here, minus one and a half. Lions already moved, uh, I believe. The Lions were favored, and I'm still taking them uh, as Jags as a favorite at one and a half. Um, All right. Next, we have the Titans going to play the Eagles. Looks like all three of you guys got picks here. Um, We'll start with Nick here. Well, uh, I think one of my new favorite receivers is Traylon Burks. He gives it 110% every play. I love that about him. And uh, I think he's a spark on that offense that they need. They've already, you know, they're kind of in the deep playoff run already. So I think they can test out the rookie weapon a little bit more. And I think it's, it's going to get him a win in this game. So I'm taking the points, obviously just as a little insurance policy, but I like the Titans this week. Okay. Well, Corey, we'll throw it to you. Yeah, no, I, I hate the Titans. Um <laughs> but I'm for this for the sake of this one. Um I, I do like the Eagles. Uh the one thing that worries about me that kind was exposed last week and against the Colts was their run game. Um I know they brought in Don Kasu and um the other 35 year old I can't even think of his name um to help him stop is yeah yeah that's it yeah um to help them because they they're pretty banged up right now until you know they get their uh their the rookie uh first round pick back um i might jump like I was jordan saying. davis jordan davis thank you um so i think that's gonna be kind of an issue for the eagles moving forward at this point in time uh the titans uh they they i mean they look not very good against the Bengals. I mean, they held Derrick Henry. It's like 2.2 yards a carry, I think, last week, um, is which is exactly how you beat the Titans is stop Derrick Henry. Um, Ryan Tannehill still playing quarterback there. 
the passing game did look look a little bit better, but it's still nothing to be scared about. Plus, the uh, Eagles have one of the pat the better pass defenses in the NFL right now. Darius Slay has been locked down all year, but I'm actually going to take the over here um, of uh, 44 and a half. The over under has gone over uh, in the last five games for the Eagles. Titans are usually an under team here, um, but I again, I, I think that the Eagles can put up 30 points. We saw it easily. They did that against the Packers, who statistically and on paper, they have a good defense, and Jalen Hurts did whatever he wanted to do uh, Sunday night. So give me give me the over here, and I, and I also lean taking the Eagles here at minus five and a half. All right. Alex? Yeah, Nick, I'm with you here. I'm going Titans and the points. Um, I just think they match up really well against the Eagles right now. And um, obviously, Corey, you mentioned their their run defense having a bit of problems. Obviously, the Titans get all of their offense from the run. Um, Traylon Burks coming on the scene a little bit, giving Ryan Tannehill a little bit of help there. Um, and then on the flip side of the ball, the Titans actually have one of the best run defenses in the league. And uh, the Eagles rely heavily. Obviously, you know, Hertz has been passing the ball. They've got tons of weapons on the outside too, but a lot of the backbone of that offense is based on the run. And I think that the Titans give them a little bit of problems there. A um, little bit of a stat here too, Vrabel 21 and seven, which is 75% ATS as an underdog of three or more. So like the numbers with that one as well. I do think, I think the Eagles probably win this game. I just think it's by probably about a field goal, less than a touchdown. So the yeah. funny, hang on. Sorry, PB. The funny thing about it is like, they were saying on the broadcast on Sunday, like, yeah, the Eagles won by running the ball, but like, dude, they have AJ Brown. Yeah. They don't have here. I mean, AJ Brown. Brown was really sick last week. I heard he lost like 10 pounds and he was like, he didn't feel good until like the second half. Who Brown? Yeah. AJ Brown. Yeah. He was really sick last week for some, something tells me he's fighting me extra juice about this game. So, Oh yeah. (laughs) Just a tad. (laughs) Definitely sprinkle it anytime touchdown. I I don't have a pick in this game because I can't put money on the Titans, even though I think that's the right side, just because this is all it's, like if you picked any team to just match up bad with the Eagles, it would be the Titans just in how they play defense and how they want, they, they want to give Henry like 30 touches in this game against the Eagles. Like that's how, so somebody can't bet them because I just don't think they're very good. Um, Next, the game, I feel like everyone's going to be paying attention to this week. Um, Browns going to play the Texans. Deshaun Watson return game, Deshaun Watson revenge game. Get your towels uh, out. Get your towels. <laughs> <laughs> we got, I think. Uh, oh, you know. Well, well, we'll just start with. We'll start with Nick here. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Browns are just filled with superstars at this point. So, what's one more to the the list to keep the win streak going? <laughs> Two in a row. Let's do it. <laughs> that was sick. That was a very yeah. nice thing. That's probably going to be the highlight of the season. Um, to be honest, uh, I'm a little afraid that it's going to take a few games for Deshaun Watson to come back into form. He hasn't played in two years. 
although he's probably one of the best talents, I just, uh, I'm not too sure about this one. So. What? What's your pick? So what's the pick? I mean, I'm going to go with the Browns, but I'm just not too confident in it. (laughs) Okay. So you're on the Browns minus seven. I feel like every single time. Just on the off chance, he just explodes and goes for a massive game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Amari Cooper and Najoku are pretty sick, and I think they're only going to get better. So I'm excited to see that pairing finally together in a live game. But there's there's an off chance it doesn't go well, I guess. I'm on the uh, Texans plus seven here. This The Deshaun Watson, like Nick kind of outlined why I think the Texans are the right play a little bit, even though he ended up taking the Browns. Deshaun Watson hasn't played football in a long time here. He's going to come back. I think there's going to be 10 of his accusers in the stands uh, watching the game. Like He's going to know this. Like I think he's going to be just a little frazzled. They're playing in Houston. The fans are going to be all over him I, I think he could be a head case this game like i think he might he'll probably end up shaking it off like one like coming back to cleveland and he'll get into a rhythm or whatever i still think he's one of the best talents at quarterback but i think in his first game back he's gonna be a bit rattled here i wouldn't even be surprised like legit if the texans won this game i would not be surprised one bit um I'm kind of sad to see Jacoby go. Like by the end of it, he was a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, and trust me, this this could end up the Browns are the next closest team that could end up looking like the Broncos. Like if things really go south and Deshaun Watson just kind of ends, like, probably not going to happen because Russ is a bit older than Watson. But if he just doesn't return to how he used to be, I mean, Browns like they will eat him alive. Like it, and they paid him so much money. Like it's just you could totally see like it's the Browns. Like you could totally see that happening, and them just making a horrible decision, and it just costing them for a long time. But forget, regardless, I think if it was another team, like I understand, like the whole oh the the scenario of him going back to Houston. Texans don't have a bad defense. Like they have a bad run defense. So I guess Chubb, they might just. I feel like dude. PB, they are bad football team. They've got in, in their secondary. I could see Watson trying to like make like prove a point, like I'm back, and like they. Sh- I think they should just give Chubb 30 touches this game against the Texans' run defense. But I feel Who, like who's Watson back? Regardless, well, I'm just telling you. I think Watson's might might make some mistakes in his first yeah, game. Kyle Allen. I don't have a pick in this, but I might have to put some money on the under. 47 and a half seems like quite a bit for a guy who hasn't played in two years and Kyle Allen. Yeah. Under has gone in the last five games for the Texans. I've gone four, four of them. I've gone under. Yeah. Houston. Yeah. Oh, and six and last six. I mean, one yeah, and five ATS last six, dude, if it, I, dude, the Texans are not going to even get close in this game. I, you could see, I get I, Deshaun Watson could probably make like one or two mistakes. But again, it doesn't matter because the team that they're playing against is the Houston Texans, who right. are playing for the first overall pick. I mean, they they suck. They're terrible. Browns don't have some great defense. So anyway, their offense will just run all over them. Is that, is that why uh, your boy Mike Evans had zero catches at half because they have such a terrible defense? You, you, you have a horrible run defense. You have a horrible run defense, order. and Godwin absolutely gashed you. 
So you don't have a good defense. Before the game, I was like, you can right, you don't have a good defense. And running, All but right. you cannot beat us outside. Yeah, nobody you, will. Okay. Great. I mean, Martin Emerson, he's a rookie, and he was like locked down. He didn't have a single catch. He's like, hold my nuts. Yeah. All right. We got the commanders <laughs> going to play. <laughs> we got the commanders going to play the Giants here. Uh, the Giants are underdogs at home to the commanders in this divisional game. Uh, we'll start with Alex here. Yeah, uh, I've got the under at 40 and a half uh giants have absolutely no wide receivers um the commanders have a good run defense and there's a chance chase young comes back so um obviously you got saquon there but that kind of neutralizes that the commanders have scored under 20 in heineke's last three out of five starts both teams are slow paced teams and this is a, a divisional game um so i'm always going to lean the under in those uh, and I think 40 and a half is just a little bit too much. Uh, Nick? I like the Giants in this one. Um, I'm not really that scared of Washington right now. I mean, I know they're on a win streak, but I don't think it's legit. So I think it ends here with a road game in New York. So I think Saquon takes over for a little upset there. Yeah, the Giants are my lock of the week. I just the, – the line you put the Giants who are at home as underdogs against the Washington Commanders. Like that alone, it just – there's no reason that the Giants at home – like this should be a Giants minus two and a half because they're even teams and they get the home favorite line but somehow they priced them as underdog. It just, there's no reason that the commanders should be considered a better team than the giants at this point in time. They're still led by Taylor Heineke. Uh, I believe Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Heineke. They have a better running back. They have the only like McLaurin on the offensive side, the receivers is the only position I'd say uh, the commanders are better at. Um, but yeah, I, I think the the Giants. I, I do think Saquon finally. I know the Commanders are better uh, against the run than the past, but I do think Saquon uh, finally delivers with a big game here. Yeah, I mean, and I think you should bet this line early because uh, we're actually going to announce something on this show. Odell Beckham is going to the Giants. Uh, it'll be announced Thursday, so uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> is that what you think happens here, Nick? Coming, yeah. He's coming uh, um, home. He's coming home. And I will say this. I have one more leg uh, for my last or I have a few more picks, but in my teaser this week, the Giants are the first leg. So you get them from one and a half to seven and a half. I think they are one of the best teaser opportunities against the commanders who don't have some high powered offense to come easily within seven and a half points. I think should this should be like the core of any teaser you pick this week is Giants plus seven and a half. I like that. Yeah. Um, do you think, do, wait, do we think uh, uh, Heineke's put himself into the future role quarterback position in Washington? Or I think uh, it'll take just a few losses in a row for them to go back to wins. 
I think like, there's a chance. I don't think they go back to once, but I think there's a chance they keep Heineke because they know they can, they can pay him a lot less than a lot of starting quarterbacks in the league. And they can then, you know, they obviously paid Terry in the off season um, and they can, they can pay some of those defensive pieces um, that are coming up too. I think there's a chance because they know they yeah. can get him for cheap. It kind of reminds me of like Eli Manning. Like, yeah, okay, like, but not like, great but can make some yeah you down the field sometimes yeah Yeah. you surround him with enough talent and you know he can win some games yeah all righty well next we move on to this should be a i I can't i i don't know you guys it looks like Corey and uh, alex you have picks in this game i really don't know which direction this game is gonna go low scoring shootout dolphins versus 49ers 49ers are 49ers are favored by three and a half, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Uh Corey, go ahead. Yeah, this is gonna be, I think, the game of the week. I think this is gonna be a fun one. Um, teacher against protege uh type uh, you know, type of game here. I think I honestly I want this to be a really high scoring game. And that's my pick is the over. My only issue there is San Francisco loves unders. They are 14 of the last 19 games have gone under um, and they have a pretty stout defense. Defense hasn't allowed a point in the second half in like the last six or seven games. Yeah. I mean, they played absolutely shitty teams in this, but like they just, uh, man, I, I want this. I, like, I don't know what side to pick because I think if I would like, I'd probably lean, I'd probably lean 49ers. <laughs> I think I'd lean 49ers. Uh, three and a half. I just, um, just because of I think their defense is better than the Dolphins. Um, but I think this could be a game where you know each each coach pulls out every you know trick in the in the book here, and we get some uh, really cool uh, trick plays. And you know, I I, I honestly, I this is gonna one. be really exciting. I think yeah. this is gonna be a great game. Um, so I like I said, I think the over is probably juiced up a little more now. It's 46 and a half. I think I'd wait till kickoff. I think it's probably going to get bet down even more. Um, but I like it at 46 and a half, I think. I don't know. I didn't really sound very confident with that pick, but I don't know, I'm just excited. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah, right. This game and then Chiefs Bengals later on in the the midday. Like the, these two games are going to be so much fun. I have to I have to put some money on something in them. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I could I could honestly see this going up either way. Love the 49ers, um, love that defense. They're elite. But like you said, Corey, they've really only faced one offense like the Dolphins are at that caliber, and that was the Chiefs. And the Chiefs put up 44 on them. And obviously it was a little bit earlier in the season. Things have changed since then, but um, they definitely had some trouble there. And the Dolphins' defense has actually been pretty good against the run. Obviously they added Bradley Chubb a couple of weeks back, so he's getting more involved and and is, uh, you know, spearheading that defensive line now obviously the 49ers rely heavily on that run game and they've got some studs back there unfortunately Eli Mitchell back on IR uh, which really stinks because that was you know him and CMC were fun to see going back and forth there Um, but I think the Dolphins offense ultimately gets them the win here I'm going to take them plus three and a half um and I just I, I think this is a close game. So um, like I said, 
going to be watching. This is going to be one of the better games of the week. So I'm definitely taking a pick and I think it's going to be close. So I'll take the points uh, given that it's over a field goal right now. So Dolphins plus three and a half. Ooh. What other running back do the 49ers have on the roster? Tyrion Davis Price and he's out. Uh, no, he yep. out. he's out two to four weeks. I'm looking at it right now for what an ankle. Um, Jordan Mason is the other guy. Jordan Mason, he looked decent against the and when he came in for Eli Mitchell last game. Hmm. I mean, you can pretty much put anyone back there. On the 49ers, as long as you got a little bit of speed and you're going to have some success. I, where are you seeing, though? Um, I don't see anything about Tyrion Davis Price being out. I'm looking at it right now. Where? What does it say? What, what date? It's it's live. It's active. It's it's up to date. Uh, it's on Odd Shark. Interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't. He was the guy, like Odd Shark. Um, but yeah, so that's the Dolphins 49ers. Now we got the Chargers going to play the Raiders. Chargers are favored by two points. Um, this I'll just go quick because this is just in my teaser. Uh, this is the second leg of my teaser. It's getting the Raiders to plus eight. Uh, I just think this is going to be like a shootout type game. And I think that the Raiders can definitely keep it within eight points. Um, we just saw them beat the Seahawks. Like the Raiders, their biggest issue coming into the season, like they were always going to have like an offense that can put up points, but their defense just isn't this so bad. And so I think it's just going to be a shootout. I think this is going to go back and forth. Jacobs like is set up like we t- like he just came off a massive game, but the Chargers are so bad against the run. Like we could see Jacobs just get absolutely fed once again. Um, Fantasy RB one. Yeah, he that last game was. Absolutely- we all saw that one coming, right? <laughs> yeah, overall. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sorry, so what was your pick, TV? Giants plus seven and a half, and then tease it with the Raiders plus eight. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the only way that that's going to hit um, is getting the Raiders to plus eight because I think the Chargers are coming in and just going to absolutely steamroll the the Raiders. I understand the, the Chargers defense has been a little suspect of, as of late, and they do get kind of gashed in the run game. But again, like the we've talked about in this entire year, how the Raiders are not a good team, um, how their pass defense is terrible, um, and you know Geno Smith had a pretty good game, but Geno Smith came back down to earth a little bit there, um, and now they have to play Justin Herbert, who is again one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, and he's their offense is getting healthier. I think this is where the Chargers really you know put on their hard hats here and go to work and, you know, make it to the playoffs. And I think it starts, you know, it started last week with, you know, they put nuts on the table, went for two and beat the Cardinals. And I think in against divisional opponent where, you know, this in weeks in years past, like this game has been very high scoring. Um, but the chargers have, you know, kind of actually dominated um, the Vegas uh, Raiders here. They are five and two ATS in the last seven when playing on the road in Vegas. So, Give me that stat line. I love it. And uh, I'll take the better quarterback here, the better coach here. 
um, you know, to uh, to blow out the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, I, I if I had to lean who wins, I would lean Chargers, but uh, no, that's right. No, that's why I said like I think yeah. plus eight is better than minus. Like this yeah, line but- should be different. Like I think the Raiders should be should be given more points. Well, I think it should be probably around a field goal or two and a half or something. I think the line is pretty correct. But anyway, uh, now we got well, probably, I mean, what Vegas thinks will be the highest scoring game of the week. Just two juggernaut offenses. Jamar Chase coming back. Chiefs versus Bengals over under 52 and a half. Chiefs favored by two and a half in Cincinnati. We'll start with uh, Nick. We'll go with you here. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's just let's just put some context to this game. The Chiefs are going to be so pissed off. They knocked them out of the Super Bowl run last year. They're going to come back with a vengeance. Andy Reid's going to right his wrongs and just completely dominate the Bengals. I think uh, that's kind of going to be the story of the game. They're going to get some revenge here. They're going to see each other again in the playoffs probably. So I think Andy Reid gets ahead of it, sets the tone, and uh, – Patrick Mahomes just absolutely goes nuclear. So I'm I'm taking the Chiefs as my lock of the week. Uh Alex? Yeah, I love it. I'm with you, Nick. Um, revenge game for the for last year. Uh they also lost to them in week 17 last year, both by a field goal. Um Mahomes has been absolutely unreal in November and December, though. 26 straight wins, 32 and four in his career. Uh, straight up. And then uh, Mahomes under a field goal has definitely been a profitable strategy, um, taking him every time he's either been uh, underdog or less than a field goal. Uh, The Chiefs get into trouble covering the spread when it gets higher than a touchdown uh, or above, you know, five, six there. Um, So yeah, Chiefs minus two and a half as well to round out my card. Yeah, it it almost feels like if I had to lean aside, like as much as I love the Bengals, I probably would lean, lean Chiefs here. But it seems like we always talk about the Chiefs not historically one of the best teams against the spread. Well, one, they're pretty much favored every single game. So yeah. like if you were just to take them when they're under a field goal as favorites, you're probably hitting all of those wins when they actually do cover the spread. And then when they're like above seven points is when you take the other team. That's probably just a great rule to set with Chiefs spreads. Yeah. Yeah. And then for the Bengals too, like Jamar Chase isn't going to be in midseason form. He's going to be knocking some dust off and, you know, stamina is going to be an issue for him whether that's on a snap count or just physically exhausted playing in an NFL game for the first time in like six weeks. Uh, Joe Mixon is probably not going to play again, right? No, I think he's playing. He's playing. Well, he's back. Well, he's kind of in the same boat too. They're going to watch him and save him for the playoff run. So uh, I think P Ryan plays a lot. So with that, I think you also mix in that uh, Patty Mahomes, congratulations, just had uh, his first son. And, Might uh, be uh, some long nights staying yeah, up. He's, he's, <laughs> okay. not, uh, he's not losing the week his baby's born. So I'm putting also, a lot of money, I'm putting a lot like, of money the Chiefs' money line this week. Also, I'd like to make, you, uh, make an announcement. Uh, Travis Kelsey is still the best tight end in the NFL. Unguardable. Not even close. Ask Jalen Ramsey. The Jay- best okay, I will corner. say Jalen Ramsey – He's not Jalen. He's not Jalen Ramsey anymore. We, I, okay. I think we can he's all a top three. That. Yeah, <laughs> he's a top. you still got to respect his opinion, no matter. 
No, no. He's, I mean, Ramsey's good, but he's not, he's not the same like number one guy anymore. No, no. but I mean, it's, he's on the Rams. Like how hard is yeah. he really probably trying? Yeah. yeah he's, he's definitely, gosh, but Travis Kelsey is the best tight end. In the yeah, it's not even close. It's, and they found the running back. How, did you guys see Pacheco last week? Do that you think Melvin Gordon's going to be involved? Like no. the playoff stretch, yeah. he's on the no. practice squad, maybe Dude. by the playoffs. But they, be- they're just going to rotate him and Rojo. Whoever gets elevated, who doesn't? Because yeah, Rojo got his first carry. Gross, which is absolutely gross <laughs> that those two are in the same sentence about starting for the or playing for the Chiefs. <laughs> I think he takes Melvin Gordon will take on more of the uh, McKinnon role, if anything. Um, so I think that's where they start to mix him in in the offense, which we know is, you know, gets a couple third downs. But um, um, <laughs> I will say one more thing about this game before we move on. It was pretty cool seeing my lunchroom, you know, table mate going off against the Titans. That video, Fuck the Titans. So great. That video was so yeah. great. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. What are you talking about? Ty Harris again, like. like a- Bengals O lineman, go ahead. Yeah, Clark. yeah, he's yeah, the Bengals yeah. like captain, and he just was basically. You know saying, that guy? Yeah, we sat lunch together in high school. That's so funny. I didn't know that. No, that dude must have grad some big lunches. That's a <laughs> yeah. big boy. Is that why you're so skinny? He would steal your lunch. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> he was like, we, yeah. we ate lunch together. Like, were you in his locker? <laughs> he or just what? took his lunch from him every day. <laughs> <laughs> you were definitely in his locker and he was eating your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Last game of the week, Monday Night Football. We got the Saints going to play the Buccaneers with the Bucks favored by three and a half. There, bud? Yeah. <laughs> got the hiccups there. We got Bucks favored by three and a half. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going with the Saints. I mean, if you've taken no the Saints one. against the Bucks, uh, historically, you've been way up. The Bucks or the Saints have absolutely dominated the Bucks historically. Um, historically. so get getting three and a half points going in to play Brady, and this like historically, they've dominated the Bucks. Now you're getting Brady at his worst possible form, the worst Bucks team that he's faced, like. Uh, uh, the worst, yeah, the worst Bucks team that the Saints have faced. Gladly take three and a half points here. Um, all of uh, the Saints guys, I think Lattimore is finally gonna be making his return. He's he absolutely locks down Mike Evans every single time they play. He's had one good game, and I believe the past like eight meetings. Um, so go ahead and give me the Saints plus three and a half here. Uh, still win the division. We'll see who's who's playing quarterback. Yeah, you are so. You're, you're, I love that you're living blissfully ignorant to the fact that Andy Dalton's still your quarterback. But uh, yeah, but they have Tom Brady, and he's Tom Brady, who has the most winning quarterback ever. Yeah, go. What's your pick, Nick? I mean, I'm riding Tom Brady because he's a winner. He doesn't lose two games in a row ever. Okay. So I think that alone should just make you tap the Bucks money line. This isn't know. winning. This is three and a half points. Yeah, but I'm going to take a money line for some extra dough. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you go ahead and take the – How many? I, mean, picks, I feel like you had like a record number of picks this week. How many picks did you have? He, he added He added another one. Hard. You had seven? <laughs> he had six. 
I told yeah. you yesterday, my uh, my lock of the week is a six-team parlay. Uh, so I put all the games in here. Tom Brady doesn't lose. Alex actually scared but, me hang off. On. Tom Brady doesn't lose uh, back-to-back games except when he loses to Kenny Pickett, uh, the Panthers, and the Ravens uh, three games in a row. Except that earlier this season, that doesn't. Yeah, except for that. You gonna you gonna kick the man while he's down? He was in the middle of a divorce, dude. Yeah, come on, dude. Show some sympathy to the man. Have some respect. The Saints are going to go. You're talking about. Have some respect. Saints are gonna pummel him. Man, if As they don't, if PB, just let you know, if they don't, you might have to block my number. You've got all of this coming to you. Yeah. For what you did on Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> You've got, if if the Saints get beat and or steamrolled. When? Got, oh, you when? Got, yeah. If, well, good thing I don't have to worry about it. We'll see. We'll oh, see. I want to put an unhealthy amount of money on this money line <laughs> don't do it but anyway that'll do it for this episode we'll be back for our dfs show we uh got we did our thanksgiving slate got busy um so we couldn't do the the main slate uh but we'll be back for week 13 uh thank you guys for watching see you next time like and subscribe <laughs>